Welcome back to the Snack Walls Podcast. I'm Mike Roberts, your host, and we're here to talk about increasing and maintaining diversity in tech beyond the perks. While companies think they can lure people in with unlimited PTO and dogs in the office, we're here to talk about how you keep them. I'm going to throw it over to our special guest today. In a few sentences, can you tell us who you are and what it is that you do? Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Shoshana. I am a digital marketer specializing in B2B software and content and branding has been where most of my professional experience lies. Um, And I'm really excited to be here. This is very close to my heart. Awesome. So in I'm hearing from a few leaders in tech that finding diverse talent is a challenge. What are your thoughts? Um, I would disagree. I think that with the internet and information at our fingertips, very little is a challenge now, especially with access to information. So um, I, you know, in interviewing um, and preparing for this interview, I did a few Google searches just to kind of update myself on what else is out there. And I found a ton of resources available for sourcing more diverse talent. So I, I really don't think that that should be a blocker to this. Awesome. So it's, it's a narrative is what you're saying. And the truth is you got to put the effort. I get it. Yeah. So what do you think about the push to remove the requirement for CS degrees for many software engineering roles? I, um, I totally agree with that. I think that, um, economic diversity is one of the things that is kind of left out of the conversation and it's incredibly important. Um, I think that there are some roles that probably do require degrees, but really I think we should move in the hiring space to a more skills-based model. And if you can do the role, it shouldn't really matter where or how you were educated. So I'm all for it. Awesome. So do you think an apprenticeship pattern would work for tech roles? Yeah, absolutely. I would have loved that. I, I don't work in software engineering. I'm a marketer, but I would have loved to have that kind of close, um, you know, contact with someone who really is skilled in their role, no matter what it is. And I think that that would be a great thing to revive in our economy and culture. Absolutely. So now we, we talked a little bit about getting diverse talent in. What advice would you give to companies that are looking to retain diverse talent? So let's say they've got some diverse staff. How do they keep mm-hmm. them? Yeah, um, I think that that is definitely a complex and multi-layered situation. I think that you have to provide opportunities to advance within the company. Um, Definitely, you know, I think anyone coming in wants to eventually move up and, and work hard and have their voice heard. So I think that providing a pathway from associate level to management level and eventually leadership level is really important. Um, I think that in addition to that, you have to really create a safe space for employees to voice their concerns. And I think that um, above all of that, you really have to accept that this is a conversation that every company needs to be having, regardless of whether you think you need to be more diverse or not. Um, And so just accepting that and, and knowing that you can always do better in this regard is really important. And so providing a forum, I think, is incredibly is an incredibly essential step. Um, I think that the anonymity of it is crucial um, and the frequency. So being able for, you know, to have a forum where people and employees can communicate to their managers or leaders within their company that they are feeling uncomfortable. Um, and then for the people receiving that information to really listen and, and actually deliver on the promise to better that and to make a more equitable workspace. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think that environment, if it's if it's welcoming and you know that there's an employee resource group or there's an open door mm-hmm. policy, those things can make it much, much easier for you to want to stay versus like, I got to go right back out the door that I just came in because this place yeah. is not, not it. So yes, cool. exactly. Who is somebody like yourself that you would like to acknowledge as a leader and you think would be a good guest on a podcast like this? Yeah, um, I can think of two right off the bat, or actually three. Um, so one, her name is Charlie Smith. Um, I'm actually not entirely sure that that's the pronoun she goes by, so I'll, I'll say their name is Charlie Smith. Um, and she, they are a demand generation manager at Poll Everywhere. Um, another is Sam Cawthon, the former COO of Poll Everywhere, and she's fantastic, has really taught me a lot about diversity and creating a really solid um, people ops culture. And the third would be Karoli Hendricks, who um, is the founder of a global mobility software company called Jabatical, and she's also very mission-driven about creating a more diverse and um, global world. like it. And I like the correction on the pronouns. I like the fact that people our generation is making that transition, right? So it's yeah. a little, there's a little bit of that, like yeah, every once in a while you're going to flub it, but the, your thought is in the right place and you're you know, oh, thank you. making the <laughs> I try, <shift>. yeah. <laughs> as, as we all, as we all should, right? Yeah. Um, awesome. So where can we find out more information about what you're up to? This is a great time to talk about, you know, anything that you want to promote. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, you can find me on LinkedIn, Shoshana Luria, and um, I'll send you a link if you want. You can also find me through Jabatical, J-O-B-B-A-T-I-C-A-L.com. They are a global mobility software company, um, and I am running their marketing department. Nice. I like it. Um, so, toughest question of the ball, what have you been snacking on lately? What's your favorite snack? Yeah, it's been pretty all over the board um, with quarantine. I think most recently it's acai bowls because they're easy and it's super hot in San Diego. So it's um, it's a great way to cool down. Other than that, um, I think pizza has been the second. It's just, I don't know, comfort food is like my jam right now. <laughs> so I'm really enjoying all the opportunities to indulge. Pizza is the best because it's like a yeah. breakfast, lunch, dinner, or a snack. It's just like it's the perfect awesome. food any it's time so of the day. Awesome. So, yeah, I it. know. I've fallen in love again with pizza. So. That's great. So we got a few minutes left over, so we could either end early. You could uh, share anything else that you're working on. You could ask me a question. What would you like to do? Yeah, um, I'm curious what inspired you to start this project. So I had a need to make uh, sure I was having more conversations with folks and really understanding like, what does it take to solve this diversity challenge? And mm-hmm. so I decided, you know, why not start a podcast? I was actually already recording a podcast with a buddy of mine that's more focused on how to help people. It's called mm-hmm. Sorry for Helping. It's oh, just nice. like a little play on uh, the fact that it's challenging sometimes to help people. <laughs> but um, we had been sort of having weekly conversations. And so I had been recording podcasts with him. I was like, maybe I should just do one based on like what we're trying to accomplish with the apprenticeship program. And that's what kicked this whole thing off. So we're hoping, fingers crossed, I'm ready to actually publish a bunch of episodes next week. And then we'll probably start with season two right around the corner. So pretty exciting. Yeah. And what have been some of the challenges you've faced in the tech world when it comes to diversity? Like, why do you think that this is a conversation that after, you know, so many years of technology being around that we're still kind of struggling to have in a really effective way? 
I mean, I think the, the, the first thing is that some folks are just uncomfortable having conversations that they don't have enough like facts or life experience to yeah. feel like they can get it right and they don't want to make mistakes and they don't want to, you know, um, they are afraid of saying the wrong thing um, or being right. perceived the wrong way. And so I think that makes the conversations tougher for some folks. Um, also, it's interesting that like when I reach out to companies, sometimes companies are hesitant too because they're like, they don't want to say the wrong thing and then be canceled and, you know, yeah. have this being a big like blow up. And it's like, yo, it's the first season of my podcast. We're not the New York <laughs> Times. Like, it's not, probably not going to happen. Um, but it is interesting that, you know, folks are cautious about having the conversation. And I think that makes the process of us actually like getting change to happen more difficult. It takes longer because if you can name it, you can tame it. And then you can start addressing like what we actually need to do. We've talked right. about some of it today, like removing some of the barriers that disproportionately affect people that are underrepresented in tech is going to make yeah. it easier for you to get more of those folks inside of that like space. And there's tons of talent. So when companies talk about the need for them to fill roles and then they don't make adjustments that they need to get those roles filled, it's like, well, mm -hmm. it's on you. Like yeah. you want to fill these jobs. How about not asking for like 12 years of experience for technology that's only been around for like five? Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, totally. but, it, but it, like anything else, it's tough. Like these are not easy scenarios. And so I feel like as human beings, we tend to sort of gravitate towards the things that are easier and not as challenging. And now is a time where we just have to kind of like face it, be brave and step out and have these difficult conversations or at least difficult for some conversations and be willing to be vulnerable and make mistakes and then figure out like, how do we fix it? How do we work past whatever the issues are? So yeah. I think, I think we'll get there. I have to hope we get there because it's pretty terrible right now in the real world. I just try and stay heads down and busy, but I, know. I I know the process is getting easier for folks to kind of get those first opportunities. And I know we're working towards that, right? We're creating the opportunity right now. We have nine apprentices. So there's an opportunity that otherwise wouldn't have existed for someone to get paid to learn how to become a software engineer and then transition right away into a role. So, yeah. but we, we don't have an endless, I'm not like Bill Gates. I don't have like endless oodles of money that I can like right. do this without like there being a business model behind it that has to actually scale up and meet the demand of the industry. So we're getting there, right. but yeah, yeah, good opportunity. Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. Well, I, I totally believe in it. What are you snacking on? I'm curious. Oh man, I am like tried and true Twinkies. So <laughs> my world was devastated when they were just like out of circulation for a little while, but now <laughs> we're back in business. So okay. it's like old school Twinkies. Yeah. I know, That's right? Favorite. It's good because <laughs> it's like it's it's a good it's a little cake. You could eat it; it doesn't get all over the place. So it's like I think it's like almost as solid as pizza. Pizza, like I elevate yeah. pizzas beyond just snacks. So pizza, right? Like, yeah, I know <laughs> it is. So, well, thank you awesome. so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for for coming on the program. And again, for all of you out there on the interwebs, um, I will post the link in the show notes to where her bio is so you can uh, get at her. And I, again, appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. The San Diego Code School is a proud sponsor of the Snack Walls podcast. The San Diego Code School is leading companies to tech equity. The Tech Enabled Apprenticeship Program is a venture whose heart is to do a lot of social good and do good work. You can help San Diego Code School secure funding for change by hiring developers, bringing a team in to relieve your backlog, or becoming a program sponsor. You can visit us on the web for more information at http colon forward slash forward slash sdcs.io. 